If you're happy with the same old ways of dating, if you enjoy sucking at communication, and you have no desire to improve your romantic life, then our podcast might not be for you. But you want some out-of-the-box ideas to deepen your current relationships, broaden your sexual horizons, develop a better understanding of yourself, or learn more about non-monogamy, then you've come to the right place. I'm Jace. I'm Emily. And I'm Dedeker. And this is the Multi-Amory Podcast. On this episode of the Multi-Amory Podcast, we are celebrating our two-year anniversary, or as Dedeker likes to call it, our deuce-aversary? Our deuce-aversary? I mean, no, we called it a multiversary <laughs> the first multiverse. time, which sounds like like the multiverse, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. But I thought to, nice. to switch it up, we call it the deuce-aversary, the double deuce-aversary, okay. Okay, yeah, two-aversary. Double- our terrible twos. Oh man, we're starting our terrible twos now. <laughs> the terrible twos. Ooh, it's all downhill yeah. for another year. Sorry, guys. I don't think it's downhill because when a child is in the terrible twos, it just means that they finally have come into their own power, and it's the yeah, power they can to walk like around and destruction destroy and havoc. Exactly. Yeah. They're just testing okay. their boundaries. They That's get more respect. That's the thing. Is like we've been crawling for long enough. Now we're standing on our own two feet, and we're getting close to being potty trained. And now we can just like speak our mind, and everyone's afraid of us. No one wants to yeah. mess with us. We can I'm grab shit and fuck shit up, like mm-hmm. change the the status quo of the world. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we can run okay. around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. We're in the terrible twos. I like yeah. it. I mean, congratulations to us. Yeah. So I did consult with the internet, and the traditional second anniversary gift, cotton. Uh, apparently, the modern one is China, though. Um, like I don't know the who country? comes. Like the country, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. You just gift um, China to someone. You just Do people China even have somebody. China anymore? Like, just in their homes? People who get married get China, right? Like, nice China? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. But cotton, what people- does that even mean? Like, what do you, do you give, like, some cotton? Like a tamp, <laughs> Like a tampon. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, or perhaps an attractively knitted scarf. That's, that's sweet. Made out of cotton. I don't I mean, there's a lot of things that can be made out of cotton. You know, yeah. you, could, you could give each other really nice tailored shirts. Oh. Um, oh. Or, 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 or some like really nice socks. Yeah. Um, nice cotton socks. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots, lots of things you could give for a cotton anniversary. Seriously, um, though. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Jace. I was just about I, I was to express my say. extreme excitement over being two years old. Oh, okay, yeah, you you do that because I was just going to say that I still really want us to make actual print versions of our "When You Want to Snoop, Keep Your Partner in the Loop" '90s style <laughs> T-shirts that we designed for that episode with the rainbow font, with the rainbow spray paint font, like oh my so God. super '90s. The, oh, the yeah. thing is, though, I don't think that many people will get the irony. Yeah, they'll just think that yeah, we're lame. They'll just think that we like designed really bad T-shirts from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but tell us about why you're so excited about us being two. I just okay in the world of of podcastery, mm-hmm. multi podcast. There are winners and losers. There are yeah. winners and losers, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm and okay. most I don't know people if I like who where this is going. Okay, go on. start <laughs> up a podcast. 
they don't make it very far, right? Mm. Yes, you know, the, just the, peter the, out. They the kind pod, of peter out. They, pod fade yes. is the term for this. The pod fade, exactly, oh. exactly. Like the mortality rate on infant podcasts is <laughs> not great. Very, high. The and it makes sense. Ages. I mean, because first of all, like the appeal of creating a podcast is like, well, that's simple. Like, I'm just going to get together with my friends and just talk about stuff, or maybe just or even me sit and here by myself. Stuff. Yeah. Exactly, right. you know, and just like upload it to iTunes and then let it take off. Like that's easy. But then podcasting at the same time is also very difficult, as we've learned. Which you know, things like yes. okay, we've got to coordinate three people's different schedules to meet every yeah. single freaking week. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and we one of them is on, on the other side media. of the world. Exactly. Sometimes yeah. two of them are on other sides of the world. Um, yeah, for sure. We need to edit the stuff. We need to make sure that like we sound good and that we you know. Yeah. Don't sound like a, a cat being dragged backwards through a garbage truck. Yeah, we gotta find ways to keep growing the show and so we're not just kinda talking about the same stuff again every Exactly. Week. We gotta reach out to our audience, we gotta find guests, we mm-hmm. have to maintain an attractive website, you know. And so of course like it makes sense why these things tend to peter out so quickly. And yeah. Yeah. Sure. I just I don't know. I feel really good about us because like this has been a labor of love for so long mm-hmm. that has not been like profitable. That is none of our day jobs. No, um, right. And that sometimes has been unpleasant. You know, sometimes we get like really negative things from people on the internet, uh, you know, which yeah, is unavoidable. Good old, good old internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then at the same time, by like sticking through it and trucking it out, like now we've gotten like a great audience and like wonderful mm-hmm. people who interact with us and like we've made friends and contacts through this podcast. Yeah, and definitely. It's just I don't know. I'm just really proud of us. That's all. So thank yeah. you also to all of our listeners and the yeah, people so, who make this possible. <laughs> yes. So we we put together a little list of some things that have happened in the world of multi-amory over the past couple of years uh, from our, our humble beginnings recording by crowding around one microphone in my friend's Under living room. No, well, our very first one was just in my oh, friend's living right. room up in Seattle. Yeah, we right, there right. with the dog and everything. Yeah. yeah, with the with the yog there. Mm-hmm. Um, from our very humble beginnings to then building little forts out of blankets to try to get our audio <laughs> a little bit better yeah. to eventually getting more microphones and then later Dedeker traveling and needing to get her a travel set up and, you know, just all the... All the different steps this has gone through. Yeah. Um, so the first one is that our, our website has been totally redesigned twice. So it's mm-hmm. gone through three different, three totally different iterations uh, in the time that we've had it. Uh, what else? We had a bunch of stuff that happened just uh, just in the last year. We made yeah, the Beginner's we... Guide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beginner's Guide, which you can find on our site, which is uh, uh, links to different blog posts and podcast episodes on our page specifically tailored to different topics for beginners, people who are just getting into polyamory right now. Um, Jace, um, for a hot minute, as you've said, the multi-amory minute came and went. Yep, did some episodes of the multi-amory minute. Is it going to come back? Um, Well, we definitely have had, as one of our reasons for doing the Patreon, is to be able to do more video content. Whether that's the multi-amory minute or other things is something that's been debated a little bit, um, because there's a lot of different things we could do with video. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, whether it's trying to put out sort of more funny informational videos with the three of us or things that are more like little 
vignettes, questionnaires, or, or yeah. graphic videos, or multi emery minute, um, and that segues into the fact that we launched our Patreon just a few months ago. Uh, just what, like two and a half months ago, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we launched our Patreon, uh, which is super exciting because that's been so, like, by far the most direct way that we've been able to interact with our community of listeners. Um, just, yeah, like, the amount that we've been able to interact with them has been amazing. Yeah? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't want our listeners to think that, like, we're super excited about the Patreon just because, like, there's money involved. Like, <laughs> actually, like, really, like, the most rewarding thing has been that it's really put us into direct contact with our listeners. You know, like, we've got people who are in this private Facebook group who are, like, posting links and, like, talking about the episodes and asking yeah. questions. And people who came to our discussion groups, like, it's been yeah, so that was great awesome. to connect to our audience mm-hmm. on a deeper level than just, like liking it when they tweet at us, you know, to actually have an ongoing conversation has been yeah. super exciting. Yeah. And that, that, that Facebook community has become such a great community for discussion too, that it's a place that I will mm-hmm. go as well. Like if I have a question about something or uh, something came up in conversation that I've been kind of mulling over, I'll post it on there and I get amazing responses mm-hmm. from the people that are part of that. Uh, it's been, it's been really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and there, you know, there are also some people who are in there just because they like to read all that stuff and aren't <laughs> yeah. actively posting. There's, there's the a lurkers. whole range, but it's, but it's, yeah, but it's been great. Um, and, uh, you know, and it does, honestly, the Patreon does help us to do other things like some video content, which yeah. I'm hoping to start bringing back. For sure. Uh, what else? Uh, um, we joined two different podcast networks. The first yeah. one was the Erotic Awakening podcast, and then most recently we're on the Swing Set Network podcast. No, wait, right. the Swing Set yeah. Network. Period. The Swing Set yeah. Network. The Swing Set. And we're not a podcast now. within a podcast. No, right. they already right. have a podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Um, we're also now averaging over ten thousand downloads a month, That's which awesome. is really ah. exciting, and we're approaching eighty-five thousand total downloads. And this is kind of fun. Dedeker and I were looking at our, our analytics. We've been downloaded in 106 different countries. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Multinational. Yeah. Multinational. Have we been downloaded on any other planets yet? Are we multiplanetary yet? Oh, I hope so. Oh, man. Be me up, there, Scott. I don't, I don't know if there have been any like space mission launches since we started this podcast, but theoretically an astronaut could have put it on their iPod and like brought it with them. That's true. So cool. And if they land on Mars, then we will be multiplanetarily (laughs) multiplanetary. Well, my question, but what if there's like an alien civilization that has been like able to access like broadcasts from earth? Obviously, they've been here for a while already downloading yeah. our stuff, pirating yeah, our yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just that like, they don't send us back any like metadata, so we don't get the analytics from that. Right. But, yeah. 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 Um, so just a, a fun little uh, observation here. Um, our, our number one most downloads per country is from the United States. Um, but the list of the top, what is this, top six countries... Is the United States, Canada, the UK, Australia, Sweden, Germany, and Japan? That's seven. Top, top six, top seven? Yeah, I can seven, count. Yeah. Top seven. <laughs> countries, That's seven. Which is pretty exciting. 
And Dedeker, you Japan, pulled out one little statistic. Well, Japan primarily too. because of the missionary, well, quote-unquote missionary work that Jason and I <laughs> And as in just telling people about it when we've been spreading there. the gospel of multi-amory spreading the gospel right. of multi-amory yeah yes. oh and then randomly 27 downloads in iran that's amazing of all yeah. places think about that for a second yeah uh and now we have a super fun game that we want to play <laughs> with emily <laughs> with <What>? emily <laughs> it's called the make emily guess the game okay so what what would you guess is our number one most downloaded state in the u.s california bing bing okay. bing 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 okay now but the what grand is, prize what is number two new york <clears throat> survey says new york was fourth uh another try how many guesses does she get two more uh, yeah two more guesses okay Texas? Wow. You did it. Oh my god. That's it. Well, it's Texas also a large two. state. So it is a large state. Well, that's, that's what I said. It's a very large state. Statistically, yes. that would make sense. I was going to say yeah. Washington State, but then I decided to say yeah. Texas. Washington State is number five. Really? Yeah. What's number three? Ontario, Canada. I mean, well, I guess That's I not did a say the United state States. In United States. <laughs> That's true. I guess I meant North America. Uh. I, <laughs> I I don't know politics and geography. Bleep bloop. Bleep bloop. Bleep bloop. Bleep Okay, I have yes. another really fun game that I want to play. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, what God, game here is we this? Go. Okay, this is the Make Jace Cry game. Oh. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to take a second just to read some of our most recent iTunes reviews from some excellent listeners. Um, just to kind of reiterate what we were saying earlier is that, you know, the encouragement and the feedback that we get from our audience is really like one of the main things that has kept us going with this podcast. You know, it's what's encouraged Definitely. us to do, to jump through all the hoops of like organizing our schedule mm. every single week and setting aside multiple hours in order to record each episode. Um but I'm, I have to say, uh, I'm proud of Jace for right now chugging a beer to make sure that he's tipsy enough <laughs> to, <laughs> to handle crying while reading no. reviews. Okay, no. so here's here's a couple that stood out to me. So this was posted to iTunes by username Lindy Megan. Uh, she says, I'm assuming it's a she, says, these three have the most thoughtful, smart, useful podcast out there on alternative relationships. All that, and it's seriously entertaining, too. They do a great job at sharing their own viewpoints and others, and I often find myself nodding in agreement at whatever advice they happen to be doling out. After trying all the other poly podcasts out there and almost starting my own out of frustration, I feel like I hit the jackpot when I found these guys. Art. Oh, I remember emailing with her. Yeah, oh, this did one you? was a nice yeah. one. Yeah. Aww. That's awesome. And then the other one that stood out to me, this is from Mickey1979B who says, I've really enjoyed how this trio approaches Polly in a very compassionate and upfront way. The hosts make you feel like you're just listening to a group of friends talk about life and relationships. And since they've walked the walk, they have many wonderful insights to offer. Oh, Are you crying yet? Lovely. Is Jace crying yet? <laughs> Is Jace He's on crying the verge yet? of the tears. Is no, he on the verge of the up. tears? Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. your faces. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Anyway, um... I, I don't try out the iTunes reviews just for us to be like masturbatory or, or really even to make Jace cry because I don't like making Jace cry. Um, yeah, you do. The thing is, the thing is that if anyone, anyone who's been on the internet in the past 
200 years understands <laughs> that the internet can be like a really dark, really hateful, really horrible like den of scum and villainy and the worst of humanity. Uh-huh. And so when people actually take the time to like say something nice and to put something positive out there mm-hmm. instead of like taking someone down, like it really stands out and it really, mm-hmm. really makes a difference. You know, yeah, all three of us have gotten true. hate in separate ways from different mediums, from mm-hmm. idiots on the internet. And even though it's like, yeah, 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 whatever, it's idiots on the internet, like it can still get to you, you know, sure. it can still kind of drain your energy that little bit. And so just having people in our audience who are willing to extend themselves to us and just extend a little bit of positivity, like it really, really goes a long way. Yeah, thank, so thank you for you guys. that. Thank yeah, you very much. we really do appreciate it a lot. Yeah. It means, means a lot to us. Absolutely. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For a long time now, we've been fans of adamandeve.com for getting sex toys or lingerie or accessories, things like that. It's just a fantastic resource with a huge selection. And now, not only do we have a fantastic offer, but we also have a promo code that will work on adammail.com and evestoys.com, which are their sites specifically for LGBTQ audiences. And our code is fantastic. It's 50% off of almost any item in the store and free discreet shipping when you use our code MULTI. Yes, we love adamandeve.com and have for years. They are our oldest and longest sponsor, and they just keep on giving great gifts to us and to our listeners. You can bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom by going to adamandeve.com, adammail.com, or evestoys.com and select any one item. It can be, you know, an adventurous new toy or anything you desire, something fun, something sexy, whatever sounds good. So just enter offer code MULTI at checkout and you'll get 50% off almost any item plus free shipping. That's MULTI, M-U-L-T-I at adamandeve.com, adammail.com or evestoys.com. This is an exclusive offer that is specific to this podcast and it's better than any offer that is currently available on their site. So again, use code MULTI to get you not just the 50% discount, but also the 100% free shipping code M-U-L-T-I. So now, in the spirit of talking about this last year, I feel like it was just a couple months ago that we were doing our last anniversary episode, which is crazy to me. Um, It's like it was like last month, right? But then when we look at all those (laughs) things that happened in the past year, like there's so much that's gone on with multi-amory and in our own lives in this past Mm -hmm. year, it seems like so much has happened at the same time that it seems like it was just a few days ago. (laughs) Um, So... We wanted to kind of do like some little mini discussions about some things that each of us have identified as as like changes or turning points or areas of growth uh, and experiences that we've had in our lives over this past year. Yeah, um, I'll go first. <laughs> okay. I, the um, thing that I kind of had was uh, a better ability to communicate with 
my current partner who it does who has a communication style that's very different from my own. We've talked a lot about chewers and spewers on this podcast, and mm-hmm. I have um, always considered myself to be a spewer. But there's uh, my partner is definitely a chewer, and from that standpoint, it's nice to yes. Can you just recap I just what those yeah, terms can you just, mean? Yeah, recap that really absolutely like, super briefly, so we don't. Yeah, everyone. so okay, I apologize. Uh, yeah, I mean, as a spewer, that means that I tend to, you know, say what's on my mind. I'm rather emotional. I just will say whatever comes to mind in terms of like uh, something that I'm feeling right then, um, and not necessarily with a lot of regard for like is this really what I'm thinking or do I need to think about this for a while or whatever I just will kind of like say it and to me like it's helpful to communicate in that way and be able to be like okay this is what I'm feeling right now let's talk about it and let's get a part it of your processing there. is kind of talking it out yes and getting for it sure of you. absolutely um and then on the other spectrum, my partner definitely likes to sit there. He's a chewer and likes to think about his problem for a while or likes to think about something, uh, you know, and kind of where his head is with that. Um, and then eventually he'll come to a conclusion and then bring that to me. Um, so it's very, very opposite. But with that, I've kind of, I don't know, through a lot of, a lot of work and some trials and tribulations, <laughs> yeah, um, we've been able to come to sort of a mutual understanding, I think, of one another. And I've been able to start to, like, think more about the things that I want to say before I present them to him. And I think he's able to uh, be potentially a little more emotional in the way that he tends to communicate. And so we've come to a meeting of a mind in a sense that wasn't necessarily there before. And that, that's been uh, really profound for me to have been able to get there. So... I'm pleased with that relationship <laughs> development. Yeah, no, yeah. that's it's interesting. I mean, I've definitely experienced that myself, both mm-hmm. like presently and also in the past as well, of having to adjust to another person's communication style or kind of having yeah. to figure out like what is the middle path between your two communication styles. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people in relationships, like if they are thinking actively about communication and trying to figure out like, okay, like how do we make this as best as possible? That some people kind of approach it from the outside in thinking like, okay, well, let's find a particular technique or it needs to look this particular way or it has to be this particular Hmm. style. When like the reality is, especially like for people who are at our age, and I mean, we're still young, but at the same time, like, you know, like we're all like late 20s, early 30s and have been in relationships for a while, have been developing communication patterns for a while. Um, that it's kind of more about figuring out like how to adjust the habits you already have and like having your partner also a slightly adjust the habits that they already have and trying mm-hmm. to find like what's mm-hmm. the custom blend of communication that's going to work best for this particular relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I... Can I share just a, a brief thing about our conversation yesterday, Dedeker? Sure. Um, I mean, so, I guess. I don't know. Why, why not? <laughs> I don't know what you're going to well, say. <laughs> so so Dedeker and I were just uh, having a Skype conversation last night. Um, and at one point, it we kind of fell into this territory that was an old pattern from mm. like a year ago. Something that was something that we you know, had friction over that we would fight over or get upset about. And 
we started talking about it and it and it triggered a lot of those things for both of us but what was really cool is that we had this moment of both like realizing it and seeing it mm. and not just following down that same path again but being like hey hang on like let's back up and talk about how this is different now from how it was before. Yeah. Um, and it led to some really profound, at least for me, some pretty profound mm-hmm. conversation and, and, and pretty profound understanding of, of some stuff that I didn't know that you were going through at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and maybe, maybe vice versa as well, but, mm-hmm. but just kind of like a, this kind of, <laughs> I, I keep using the word profound, but like this really <laughs> deep, conversation and understanding that we had through that rather than just having it be something that we fought about again or, or mm-hmm. felt heard about again. Uh, and that was a really cool sort of example of that, like understanding like what's, what's happening in our conversation and what have we learned in this past year about how each other communicate that we can apply right now uh, was a really cool thing. I think it's interesting the triggers that um, people tend to have in their relationships and like the baggage that occurs from past relationships. And then it's really lovely being able to view those and move on from them. Like it seems as though the two of you are doing. Um, And I feel like I've been doing that more in my current relationship as well. Like there are things that kind of irk you, but when you can view them for what they are and then just say, I'm not going to get triggered by that. I'm going to do the opposite of what I usually, you know, yeah. the pattern that I usually take. And it's yeah, good. It's, it's good to be able to move on. Yeah. When you can step back from like letting that just like run the show, mm-hmm. you know, right. and, and you, yeah. like, and you can actually kind of hop into the driver's seat on yeah. it. Like that's, yeah. it's a really good feeling. Yeah. It takes yeah. a while to get there. It does. I know. Yes. Yeah. I wish it would be instantaneous, but unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Is do it you my have turn one? Now? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, if I'm looking at the past year specifically, I mean, this past year has coincided with me traveling mm-hmm. for pretty much the entire past year. You know, I came back home to California for about three weeks, three and a half weeks, but with the exception of that, like I've just been on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many things have happened. Like the biggest thing that stands out to me is is writing the book. Um which is still something that I don't really believe has actually happened still. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like Uh before, before writing the book, I was like, Oh my God, how am I going to write a book? And then like during writing the book, I'm like, Oh my God, how am I going to write a book? And then like after (laughs) writing the book, I'm like, Oh my God, how did I write a book? (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm still kind of in this, and that's probably never going to go away. Um, But that (laughs) process, I mean, God, it taught me so much about, self about like what my neuroses are what my hang-ups are like what are the things i i feel confident about what are the things i feel insecure Mm. about um as well as good lord teaching me so much about just the topic of relationships and the topic of polyamory um like realizing the more that i was i would research and the more that i would write like felt like it just kept getting broader and broader and broader and realized like this is such a big topic and it's, yeah. I think the, the most important thing that I learned was that, like, it really is impossible to pick out, like, okay, well, this is, like, this is the one flawless tactic that will work for jealousy. Or this <laughs> yeah. is, like, the one flawless tactic for, like, having a difficult conversation with your partner. 
Yeah. Or this is like, these are like the three things that you need to do in order to have a great open relationship. Like so, like so much of it is dependent on context. So much of it is dependent on the people involved. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Like it just means there's this wide variety in the world of all the different ways that people find happiness. And yeah. while you, you can pick out definitely the things that will probably be unhealthy or the things that probably won't work. But then outside of that, like, it's it's kind of like anyone's game. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess it's kind of like the more I tried to know, the more I realized how little I did know. And the yeah. more I, I had to be right. like Socrates and realize that the only true knowledge is knowing that you know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, yeah, writing the book was kind of a humbling experience for me, which is ironic mm. for, you know, being someone who's frequently... Uh, consulted with as like a poly expert um, has really sure. made me become more humble and realizing how much I don't know. Mm. I think that's the main thing for me. Yeah. You still yeah, know a lot though. Sure. Uh, I, still, yeah, I, I think know some know so stuff. Much. Yeah. <laughs> I know some things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, that's, that's really cool. I, I feel like I'm constantly just in my life in general, learning more and more about how much I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's definitely maybe that's part of becoming cool. an adult like i guess because becoming when, more of being an a adult. teenager and feeling like i knew fucking everything yeah because that's what being <laughs> what a teenager is yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's um gosh yeah i mean did you guys ever hear about the, the like the four steps to mastery or like the four stages yeah. of mastery yeah they talked about that a lot in, that. in acting school it's initially uh, like yeah that you have um god what is it, Jason? What do they call it? Like right at the beginning? It's, right at the beginning, it's you have the un- teenager thing, which is that unconscious, unconscious, yeah, un, un, unconscious, unknowing, or un, what is it? It's but like, basically it's that yeah. you don't know anything, and you don't and you know do that it, you don't know anything, yeah, so you think you know stuff. So you think you know everything. Interesting. <laughs> And, and then, then the it's next conscious step unknowing is conscious unknowing. Yeah. So now you're aware that you don't know shit about shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the third step is that you learn about stuff, and so now you consciously know that you know how to do those things. Yeah. Uh, and then the last step is, is unconscious, unconscious knowing. Yeah. So now you know those things, and you don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, and this is more for like specific actions, not for life as a whole. <laughs> exactly. But it but, could uh, be. Yeah. But yeah, like for learning a specific skill or or a specific thing, it's that that yeah. progress to eventually knowing things without having to think about it. But Constantly, that at the beginning yeah. you are that that teenager about everything who isn't aware that they don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> so there go. Yeah. Oh man. Gosh. All right, uh, Jason. Is, is this is my go? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so so in this past year um in this past year, I have changed a lot about my job situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got a, a different job that has allowed me to take time to travel. I've, I've taken two trips to Japan now with Dedeker, once for two months and once for one month. Yeah. Um, all within this past year. Um, and those trips, too, have really not only were they like hugely transformative for for Dedeker and myself in terms of our relationship and really like understanding a lot of things and and kind of entering a new chapter or a new phase in that mm. relationship 
but also in kind of understanding what my own priorities are in my in my life in general and in my relationships uh which has you know come out in terms of like what are the relationships that i want to be having um you know what do i want my daily or weekly life to look like and i kind of had some ideas of that before that I, I think I just kind of held on to for a long time. I think a lot of them were just sort of inherited ideas that I'd been taught by mm. whatever, by by society or by my parents or by my friends growing up or something about what I thought I wanted to do and be and, and what my life would look like that would make me the happiest. And I feel like I've kind of unlocked the ability to look at those things in a more... I don't know, just kind of in a new light, in a new way, and really question those and go, well, what are the things that really do mm. make me feel the most fulfilled and not just what I thought I wanted or what I've thought of as a goal, but rather, like, what's the life I want to have? Like, what's yeah. what's the purpose of the goals? Like, mm. what is the life that I'm actually trying to have? Yeah. Um, and it's led to, you know, a lot of stuff like the de- decluttering my life, which I'm still in the process of doing because I had a lot of shit. Still have a lot of shit. <laughs> I mean, like um, tangible shit, like like getting rid of clutter in your space. Right. Actually, just like clutter yeah. and, and just yeah. stuff that I've kind of accumulated that I've been dragging around through this world. Mm. Um, I know that, that anyone who's lived in one place for a while, you realize how much shit you accumulate. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> Especially when you move. Oh my God. Yeah. Right, like usually when you move is when you get rid of a lot of stuff, and when you've been in a place for a while, like I've been in this place now for about five years, yeah. and I've, I've just you accumulate so much stuff, and you don't even know it because you haven't had to move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just kind of really getting the sense of like what are the things that really bring me happiness, and what are the things that I really use and really need, and what things am I keeping around just for this like maybe i'll use this thing but Mm. kind of at what cost of having all that clutter and and everything yeah uh and then and then also learning to like a big thing i i feel like i'm still in the process of but is this learning how to not be ashamed for wanting the things that i want Mm. whether that whether those are things that i want from my relationships um or they're things that I want sexually, or they're things that I want from my job, or that I want to be able to do in life. Yeah. Like, kind of not feeling this sort of inherent shame or guilt for even wanting these things, because a lot of people will tell you either, like, well, of course you want those, but no one gets those. Yeah. Or, like, well, you can only get those if you're a shitty person, or, like, you would only want those if you're an asshole, or something like that. But in all those areas, really... um getting away from that and, and kind of accepting myself for who I am and Mm. allowing myself to want the things that I want and, uh, and not feeling like I have to take the extreme stance of like, well, fuck everyone and whatever they think. I don't care because I do care, but then also not taking the other extreme of like thinking like, well, I need to find a way to do it that everyone's okay with, but Mm. kind of realizing there's this, this middle path of, Realizing, like, yeah, some people are going to look at my life and be like, fuck you, you think you can have your cake and eat it too, or, mm. uh, you know, or whatever it is, or or think, like, well, of course you want those things because you're X, because you're a man, or because you're white, or because you're a 
fucking hippie or, you know, because <laughs> you're a polyamorous person or because you're a millennial or, you know, there's like mm-hmm. so many boxes you can get put into to kind of invalidate the things that you believe or think or that you want. Um, mm-hmm. And just kind of learning to accept that I am who I am and not just those labels that define me. That's, that's I mean, that's one. big. Yeah. That's a, I think that's an important realization for anybody to make. Yeah. Yeah. And the people who are going to be putting you in those boxes anyways are probably not the people that you want to spend, you know, waste your time on. I don't know. Sure, yeah, I guess. I mean, but yeah. Not the people who are going to be giving you what you want. No. No, <laughs> Well, sure. sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably true. Yeah. 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 Okay, there so. Are... Yes? Uh, yeah. I was going to say, um, if we're going to kind of end out this episode thinking mm-hmm. about what we see for the future... Are we setting setting affirmations? I would love to set the intention (laughs) of becoming Uh multi-planetary within the next year. That's, I mean, I know it's a big ask. It's a big ask. It's a real big ask. (laughs) Yeah. But I'll put it out there. Maybe the Mm -hmm. more realistic thing I would love to see for multi-amory. I would love to see us pull off like multi-amory con. Like... Yeah, you guys have been talking about that. That's cool. I would love to see us pull off some kind of event or some way to like meet Mm -hmm. up with people in person. Sure. I think that would just be so much fun. That would be cool. That's definitely something that I'd like to set as an intention is, and I think it could be a number of things like multi-amory con or, you know, other sort of events or, or real life communities that are not just on the interwebs. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but like something to just kind of like really connect with people and really grow that tangible community out in the world. Um, and then also I would say to also set the intention of really having some big things happen this year in Mm -hmm. terms of getting this message out to people, to more people, Mm -hmm. to really, Mm -hmm. um, becoming a place that people know that they can, a safe place that people can come to to learn about polyamory or to think about relationships. Uh, that's something that I definitely would like to put out there. As yeah. An okay. okay. I just, yeah. right. What about you? Um, I, well, I do want us to reach a hundred thousand downloads by the end of this year, which I think is very oh, we will. doable. Oh, we'll, do that in, we'll do that in like two and a half months. Dream bigger. Yeah. Dream bigger. Dream bigger. But, <laughs> but besides that, yeah, I just want the scope of like what we do and who we are to become bigger and to reach more people, which I know has been like the overarching theme. And yeah. how we tend to do that or how we're going to do that, I don't know specifically, but mm-hmm. um, there's some potentially exciting things in the works, and maybe maybe something fun will happen. So we'll we'll figure that out. But um, yeah. I'm putting it out there that that we'll get there, and that the next year will bring a lot more than mm-hmm. what we're what we're currently doing even mm-hmm. just continuing all right thank you all so much for celebrating this two-year deuceversary multiversary <laughs> thank you for listening to our terrible twos talk about ourselves as we head into our terrible twos <laughs> yeah, it's time for us to be like crazy and rambunctious and unapologetic about it but also adorable sometimes mm. yeah <laughs> yeah let's go for that all right okay where can the people find us uh you guys can find us on our site multiamory.com on facebook multiamory on twitter at multiamory uh i don't know you can email us at info (laughs) 
at multiamory.com. And then also, of course, on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash multiamory. Um, uh, those are all great places to reach us, great ways to join the community of other amazing listeners. Uh, seriously, the best possible group of contributors, co-contributors that I could possibly ever ask for. Uh, I love all of you guys. Um, all right, let's make multi-amory great again, you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, all right. Bye. We made that in the best okay. week. possible way. <laughs> best possible way. way. Yes, yes. All okay, right. goodbye. Bye, everybody. We love XOXO, you. XOXO, Gossip Girl, bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply